again. I'm JT Smith from the front office news and I'm welcoming, welcoming my guy, my big dog, my OG, Dan Sellers, man. What up, little brother? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? We no, got a lot to talk about today, a, bro. A lot, man. A lot. Had our little briefing, man, and it, it got real. We almost started talking before, before yeah. it started. <laughs> ah, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, buddy. Sir. I was about to tell you to hit record. It was I know. It's, yeah, we were getting, we were getting to it. All yes. right, but yeah. Yeah, man, back again for the for the, what, it's the seventh podcast. And you might be the sixth one you've been on with me, or fifth. But yeah, we, I believe it's the fifth. Yeah. So yeah, we're chugging along, man. So what we're going to talk about for all the Bearcat fans out there, we're going to talk about this game against UCF. The Bearcats won 36 to 33 on the road, started off the game down 14 to three in a blink of eye. Came back, controlled the game, got the win. I think the referees were terrible and they still won. So <laughs> what did this show you? Dan, that I saw, I, I know what I saw, but what did it show you when you watched this game on Saturday? So for all of you Bearcat folks and my friends who uh, follow me on Facebook and I follow <laughs> you, you know that I can be extremely critical uh, about one Desmond Leroy Lamont Jackson Ritter. <laughs> yeah. That brother has, I used to have an Afro. And if you see my picture, you know I'm bald. <laughs> and uh, I want to say that he is the cause of that uh, in the past. But what I see is a maturation of a young man who um, has the ability to, to be great, but at times he's in his feelings, uh, especially when he starts, has a slow start. So you, you, you mentioned you know, the 14 and three score. And I said, Oh my God, here we go. Yep. And you know, this is the game that he, he sinks into, uh, you know, his sadness and, and we don't come back out of it. Yeah. Well, he answered the bell, uh, with the exception of the first three drives, two or three drives, like, I yeah. mean, two and a half drives. I want to yeah. say first quarter he was answered rough. the bell. He was very patient. Um, and, and he looked like at no time was he ever afraid of losing that ball game. Yeah. So, um, and he enlisted a confidence in me just by me watching his body language and, and seeing how he was encouraging on the sidelines, yep. even though they were down to a really good football team at uh, their place. Yeah. And um, so I want to give – I got a ball in here somewhere. Uh, well, I'm gonna give the game ball <laughs> one Desmond Ritter for riding the ship, being the captain, withstanding all of my criticism. And trust me, if he deserves it, he'll get it again. But to the <laughs> point, um, you know, after the first two ball games of the year, he's been playing like a true leader and a guy on a mission. For sure. For sure, man. Purely on a mission. Mm -hmm. After that first quarter, dude was lights out. You saw him on a, they showed clips on him on the sideline. Everybody's kind of like moping a little bit. He's firing them up. And after that, I feel like after they showed that clip, it might have been after the third drive. That's when they made, that's when the wild, when the wild um, touchdown happened. And it was, mm -hmm. it was on. It was on. It was on like popcorn after that. But uh, 
the, the team, man, it just like I knew like when they were down, I was like, the game isn't over because the defense settled down real fast. Like it was just quick, that fumble, change of field, that hurt them after they got scored on pretty quickly. Right. Then they got their foot in foot again. I'm like, oh, the defense is, is settled down. We're not going, they're not going to stop UCF the whole game, but they're going to be able to control them. I saw it. And then uh, I'm like, they're, they're controlling the run game because UCF's run game was real potent before this game. And uh, they helped, they held them way under their averages. And you could just see it. Like they couldn't run the ball as good as they thought they were going to be able to run the ball. And I knew that the, the back end was going to make a play if it, it was going to make a chance. And, you know, Forrest, he got that play. And that was the one you're like, okay, they got this way under control after that. But, um, but Ritter, man, I said he has, he's going to have to beat him with, with his arm because they were selling out for the run. Within the first half, I think that maybe in the end of the second quarter, that's when the running game started getting this traction. Because at first, nothing. They were, they were just blitzing. I feel like they were blitzing the gaps, making sure. They, I mean, I feel like Dokes might have had like 15 yards, and he finished with almost 100. And 13. He, 13. See, boom. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I didn't even look at the stats yet. But um. But uh, Ritter start making the throws, and I was like, before the game, I said, if he throws for 250 yards, the Bearcats will win, even if it's ugly. And then when he had 200 at the – I think he had 208 at halftime, I'm like, dude, we're okay. I didn't like the field goals, though. But shout-out to Cole Smith. He made three big field goals. Without those field goals, if he had lemon booty on those, then who knows what happens, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll, we'll take it. But um, when Ritter start throwing, I'm like, man – they're going, it's going to open up for him in the second half. And uh, Dokes, he ran like a grown man. He had like he had some ugly yards, but he was putting yeah. his shoulder down. I'm going to give him his props, too, because he had over 100 yards, tough yards from scrimmage. And, exactly, uh, 100 yards, they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, well, take that back. He had yeah, 97, 97, but he had 36. He had a three-yard loss. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah man, I you know, and – uh, to let it be known to everybody, you and I text throughout the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here I am trying to clean up my patio, and you know, I'm sitting there, I got the TVs on on the patio, and I'm just trying to just get rid of some nervous energy. So every, yeah. so every every uh, commercial break, you know, I get up and and blow some leaves off the pool and, yeah. and uh, text you. Yeah, uh, and I've said some things that. I hope AT&T doesn't throw me off on. Yeah. But, you know, the thing that, you know, we have to realize another, you know, first of all, let's say this. Um, UCF came out there to play and to oh, win. Oh, for sure, for sure. They didn't lay this down. was their Super Bowl or their chance to get into the, the conference championship. Yep. And so they played great football. Even though he lost. Yep. And the other thing is that you got to look at Cincinnati, man. They've been playing in an empty stadium for uh, the entirety of the season. Yeah. And they go down in a, in a warm environment Yep. where it's a little warmer there. Yep. And they're running against the number one offense in the country, the fastest offense, the offense that runs more plays than any other offense in the country. Yep. So that shows you right there that number one, they had a good game plan. Yep. Uh, number two, they got the athletes. They got some. They got some horses on offense and the defensive line. Yep. The the the. So you know you got to say hats off for that. 
you know, yeah. from that game plan. Um, and then the other the other thing is that um, you know you look at like you said the total yardage. I think they had three hundred and what three eight three eighty. Let's see, I want to see three eighty or something like that. Three yeah, like three eighty two or something like that. And they're and they're average three fifty nine. Three fifty nine. They average six six eighteen. I want to say. So you you go into a hostile environment, which you've not been used to all year because you had a lot of good home games and ten people in the stands. You go down there, they got they say five thousand, but it was probably more like fifteen to twenty thousand. Yeah, um, people in the stands, and then you're. You're, you know, in a heated environment, and they're firing that thing off. I've never seen any offense move that fast. So, yeah. um, you know, so I, I got to say hats off, with the exception of the first quarter. Yeah, for, you, t- you take away the ball. Take away seven minutes. Besides yeah. that, they were cool. Yeah. And then that's without Elijah Ponder. That's that's another big thing. You know, EP was out the game, and he's a horse. Right. And they, I mean, they didn't, they're so good. They didn't miss them, which is crazy. Right. I, I thought how they, how they played against, was that Houston? Was that Houston or was that, no, it's, it's ECU. It was ECU. When he got hurt against ECU in that yeah. game, it was a big difference against the run, against the run. But when you, when you lose somebody like that during the, in the game, it's a little harder to adjust, you know, I think maybe. Um, yeah. Cause it's more snaps It's you know, you kind of got to change your technique cause he does so much. But uh, this game here, well-prepared, well-coached for sure, um, overcame a lot of adversity, which they haven't had to, They haven't had any adversity all year, honestly. No. I mean, maybe they didn't score as many points as they should have in other games. That's the only adversity they've had. And they still won the game by at least two touchdowns. So right. in this game, they could have won by more, but I think that was a smart move by Dose going down, waste that time out. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. It doesn't matter how pretty your win yeah. is in that situation. You have you gotta get out of there with a win. Yeah. And um, I think that was super smart. Yeah. Super smart. Yeah, you gotta play smart and coach smart. Yeah, the super you smart. Know? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So I mean, I thought, like I said, the defense, man, I, you know, after they started moving the ball in the first part of the first quarter, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna have yeah. some problems. And, yeah. You know, I was gonna close this fourteen point deficit. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you, I didn't even realize it. But man, they had so many three and outs or four and outs. Yeah, so yeah. Wow, they're, they they you know, anytime they put the ball in the air, DBs were flying around. Yeah, I think the only reason why we didn't beat them by fifteen points were penalties. Penalties killed them. Uh, I think we're even on turnovers. We got one. They got one. Yeah, penalties killed them. And then I I didn't. I will say this. I didn't like some of the play calling on offense inside the five because the thing, inside the five before the like I feel like Dem Brock did a hell of a job from from look, look from zero to the five he did a great job inside the five especially in the first half and early in the second half I think did we get a field no we got a field on the second half yeah he just the thing was they were selling out to stop the run the play action pass even with a with an option was going to kill them because even the tight ends were killing them all day on those crossing routes. They couldn't stop it because they were selling out and then they got athletic tight ends. Taylor and Wild was killing them. But um, he he ran first when he didn't have to. I just think, I think 
I think he would have one field goal probably would have happened. I think the other two could have been prevented just from play action, boom, hitting them with a quick little out, even a play action to the running backs. I don't know. I think I think that I think the play calling got too too vanilla for how UCF was playing them because they were bringing those cats downhill. Everything was downhill. I think they would have been able to beat them linebackers over top just over a little pop pass or something. Um, I think they could have used their aggressiveness against them. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I texted you, I don't know if it was yeah. halftime or I said play action that will kill them. Mm-hmm. Will kill them. And mm-hmm. so it yeah. is torturing to watch that option where, uh, you know, Ritter fakes to the fullback and then options the defensive end. And when he, when he bails out, uh, or actually, when he doesn't even bail out, when the corner has to come down, he just drops it to the yeah, it's a tan. Nothing you can do. Nothing. It's nothing really. you can do. Yeah, and and that and and that's because he's such a good runner. Yeah. And they have to respect dude. I mean, yep. they can't. You know, they can't devote too many people to the tight end. If if that guy runs with the tight end, that defensive end has already crashed down, and he's gone. Yeah. He's yeah. Gone Ten to twenty yards. Easy. Sometimes fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So, when they went to that, that softened them up, and then Dokes did the rest, and yep. you know, and then obviously Ritter had a great day. Yeah, you know, passing for what did he pass for? Three hundred and uh, what three three thirty eight. Three thirty eight. Wow, I think he'll get Player of the Week again. He got it. He got oh, it. He got he got that again. Second week in a row, fourth time in the season. Right, and he got some more accolades this week. I think he got a. They put him on the Davy Bryan or uh, watch list. list. Watch yeah, list. They put him on hey, some other honestly, things. If this kid, if this kid would have made six plays that he should have made, throws that he should have made, he really would be in the Heisman talk. He would be in a Heisman talk. No, really obviously, talk. not gonna win it, but, but he would be in a talk for real. I think he still might be in a talk, a little, like on the kind of the whispers now. But if he'd have made, yeah. like you said, six plays, it is throwing plays. He would definitely be in there because he would have had the numbers would be so much crazy. I mean, it's already real nice because in the last yeah. couple of weeks he's he's went he's went to another level, but he missed a few plays that would have him like having some trash type numbers, possibly, you know. So it's crazy. It's All crazy. Right. All right. All right. So, somebody asked me on uh on Facebook, I believe it was I believe it was Clyde Bennett. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Clyde is a is a, is a uh, not only is he a great attorney, but he's a, a big Bearcat fan. I didn't know he was a Bearcat. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. real. So, yeah, yeah. Me and I went to school together, man. <laughs> um, but good dude, one of my partners. Uh, but anyway, he said, he was talking about the, the win and how, you know, we only won by three and would that hurt us? And I believe that was Clyde. I can't remember. I get so many. <laughs> but I said, well, you know, we don't need to worry about that, honestly, at this point. You beat a good team, um, you know, a so-called trap game, because they we did come in the game a little stale. Yeah. Uh, and, and we responded with the win. Uh, it could have been a 10-point win, which would have been – I don't know how much more respectable it's going to be than a three-point win, but yeah, a couple more points. And um, so my thing is, you know, I, we're right where we need to be. Yeah, we, yeah. If, if I were to, I'm not going to sit here and argue that we are a top four team right now. I'm not going to do that. 
Yeah. Because if I make that argument, then I'm, you know, I'm not being honest to myself. Mm. You know, um, you know, can we beat Alabama? I, I don't believe we can. You know, yeah. This Saturday, can we beat um, uh, Clemson? I, I don't know. If we have the horses right now. You know, can we beat Notre Dame? You know, I hate Notre Dame, so I'm always going to say, yeah, we can beat Notre Dame. Yeah. Even though we, you know, I it'll be it'll be a tough win, but yeah. you know, if we're lingering outside the top six, I think if we deserve to be in the top four, we will be. I don't think, you know, and, and that means we're that's us winning out. And if we play that BYU game, yeah, that we we're talking about earlier, we're going to get on that. Yeah. But. Uh, and then go through our conference and win the championship, then you're going to have, you know, I'll be upset if one of those top four, two of those top four teams lose a game. I'm, you know, especially if Clemson loses again and they got, to yeah, be they got to be, got to be, you know, so. And then, but, I put, yeah. But you got to look at, you know, some of those other teams that are, that are undefeated that are right outside. There's some good teams, man. Yeah, even, even one lost teams. You know, Indiana played well, man. They played real good. They played yeah. real good. Northwest is still out there. Yeah, yeah, yep. So we'll see what happens, man. But uh, you see, in a good spot because they're they're not they haven't moved in the last few weeks, but they haven't dropped them. So that's the thing that I've I like that they haven't dropped them. They dropped them when they were six. They dropped them one spot, but that's it. But they've been st- steady at seven the last couple of weeks. Um, this UCF game has gotten them a lot more respect. Yeah. Even though UCF wasn't in the top 25, they were right outside the top 25. But just watching like this, the coverage all week, people were like respect. If you see one, they respected it. I could tell how they were talking. It was it was a different tone in everybody's voice that was talking about UC, especially on a national on a national, you know, media side where. I kind mm-hmm. of feel like they're not vanilla, but like we were the kind of like the taste of the week because we were winning and then we were a team that had been playing for a while. But I think they were like, yeah, they beat UCF, which they did. Now everybody's like, okay, we got to, we got to respect them. Even though like they did beat SMU and other teams, but UCF is that team in this conference right now. We just got to, got to respect it. Now UC is on top right now, I think personally. And, and we have to do our job against um uh heck who do we play uh temple temple, temple. we gotta we gotta hey man you gotta respect gotta. them guys those some tough guys they always <laughs> tough man always they tough always i used to hate playing temple when i was in college because they might have four or five thousand <laughs> fans in veteran stadium but <laughs> i mean it was like every kid that didn't get recruited by us was on temple's team and they would block you after the the whistle blown. I mean, they were tough. <laughs> it's dudes. tough, yeah. You know, so South Philly, hats off to you. But we're coming to get you. Yep, we got to We got to try to try to make it st- get our style points up to this week. Yeah, status. Yeah, and then, we and then Tulsa. 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 We should not be caught. You know, with a hand in a cookie jar against Tulsa, because Tulsa is a good football team. They are, they are. Tulsa is good. They are good. Solid defense. I just feel like we should just be. I think we should be able to beat them by two touchdowns easy. Yeah. And just watching them play early in games, and we yep. just have to, like you said, keep our foot on the pedal. And I think we've got the type of team that can do that. Yeah. Especially with that quarterback, he turns the ball over 
to a yeah. lot earlier in the games, but he is also captain comeback. Yeah, yep, yep. You know, I've watched him three or four games, and he's come back every single time. Yeah, yeah. dead in the water. It's been like three games they've been dead in the water. And I'm like, oh, it's right. over. They're about to lose because I want them to keep winning. Because I'm like, I'm cheering for them right now. Yeah, <laughs> I need them to be as high as possible so we can knock them off the pedestal so they can give us our respect. But yeah. um, speaking on that, what we're gonna turn into now is the BYU cloud hanging over our head. All right. So if everybody's been paying attention, the Tulsa game that was um, supposed to be played on the 4th of December is now going to be playing on the 12th of December. So that in lines with BYU having a bye date or open date, just like the Bearcats on the 5th of December. And you know that BYU turned down a game against Washington this week. So so, speculators. So, do you think UC and BYU play? And I would think UC would try to get them to play at Nippert. They're a the higher ranked team, and they've been playing multi. They playing a lot of our role games last few days. I mean, the last few weeks. I mean, they all they got role games except the championship games. They don't lose. So, what do you think? First of all, if I'm UC, no way in Hazel. Am I going to travel to Utah and play BYU? Um, I was out there for a neurologist conference last year <laughs> and lost my breath when I got, got to the hotel. <laughs> I mean, it is a different world out there. And okay. it's cold. I mean, you think it's cold here. That's a whole yeah. nother cold. And yeah. You're up in the mountains. It's so already snowing there, ain't it? I, it was snowing there a couple weeks ago when I uh, threw, flew through there to go to um, Oakland. Dang. You know, so anyway, long story short, I think it's a great idea, but UC has to hold all the cards. Like you said, they're the higher ranked. Yep. Um, they have everything to lose versus yep. BYU. I don't even know what the remainder of their schedule looks like. Yeah. If Washington was on there. You know, that would have been a good opponent for them. But yeah. You know, I, I'm like Luke Fickle when it comes to this Power Five crap and this, you know, Group of Five or whatever they want to call it. I, I mean, it's college football. Yeah. You know, um, say Power Five team, meaning the top five teams. I have nothing, uh, you know, to say bad about that. But when you try to say, you know, entire conference is better than, uh, first of all, let's take let's take SEC out of there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, man, that's truly the best conference in in the league. But you know, we beat we beat Arkansas by fifty. We beat Southern uh, uh, Miss and all those by by yeah. ten or twenty. We beat Kentucky by forty. Yeah, it's not even, we're doing the same thing they're doing. We beat Tennessee by twenty five. Yeah, you know? so you know, but traditionally SEC has been a great um, conference, and also the Big Ten. You got for sure. Yeah, I, I think the only team that we lose to. Um, seriously is Ohio State in that conference. Everybody else is beatable. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Indiana's a great football team and then you know, Wisconsin is tough, but tough, they're yeah. They're beatable, you know? yeah, for sure. They're so, definitely beatable. So, I think to kind of put I I, I put you uh put a thumb, you know, what do you say? How you say, you know, uh, to 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 basically put the middle finger up to the uh power uh conference power six <laughs> conference snobs. Yeah. I think that that would be an incredible money earner and yeah. just 
uh, a media influencer in terms of a game. And, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, I don't know, high noon on, you know, like yeah. just the gunslingers. For sure. Going at it. Like, that's that's great. If that happens, that would be great. But I would not travel. Yeah, don't travel. Don't travel. They got the cards. We got the cards. We got the stronger, stronger conference. Yeah. I mean, I know BYU's what independent, but this year I guess they're playing in the Mountain West, I believe. Right, right. But uh, but essentially, I mean, their only win is against BY, I mean not BYU, but Boise State when with me playing quarterback and they won. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So that's their best win when we you know the Bearcats got all these good calling cards, and then they got the the equity of the UCF. You yes. know, and, and then Memphis playing solid against, you know, Penn State last year in those, you know, big, you know, in the bowl game last year. So it's like, I wouldn't travel to Utah. Like, if they come to Nippert, all right, cool. That's Let's cool. Yeah. That'll be a blockbuster event. Block, yeah. The game of the week, whoever's yep. playing. Um, I'm and, down with that. And I, like, I, I don't know if I told you, did I tell you that? Yeah. So I would, you know, to me, if the, if the American really wanted to make a statement, and this is no, uh, I'm not capping on any other program, but if the American dropped East Carolina, Tulane, uh, who else am I missing on there? But let's just say East Carolina, Tulane. Say, okay. hey, man, All right. go over to the MAC or go over to USA, <laughs> back that, to yeah. USA, and you bring in um, BYU and Boise State. Yeah, yeah. Dude. That yep. conference is just, I mean, the only thing right now that's keeping uh, the American from being a better conference than the ACC is Clemson. Yeah. take Clemson out of that, that conference, and, you know, we're a slightly better uh, conference than the For ACC. sure. Yeah, for and, sure. And comparable in basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? For, for so, sure. Yeah, man. So I, so I just hope that, you know, if this, I hope this BYU-Cincinnati thing happens. Let's start opening up people's brains. Let's yeah. stop being so traditional and say, "Oh, this I'm a Big Ten snob," and you know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Michigan barely beats Rutgers. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 they went to three overtimes against Rutgers, and they were down all game. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, Harbaugh, man, they, he about to have he gonna have a job at it in the season. It look like, don't it? <laughs> man, just, games passing them by. It looks like these for college. I mean, they may give him one more year. I think he deserves at least one more year. He'll get one more just because of his name. Right. And, and COVID is a bad boy, but it's just I've never seen Michigan look like this. What about ever? Penn State? 0-5. Oh, they never started 0-5, ever. <laughs> and, I mean, they, they've been around since, what, B.C.? And they you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they ain't never been 0-5. No, so. You beat them my freshman year. And they were down a little bit, but they had won a national championship the year before. You know, and they went on to beat some good teams. Yeah. Uh, that later that year. And then my senior year, we should have beat them. We uh, lost to them, I think it was the last second. I can't remember. But, you know, Reggie Taylor had a great game. And, um, we, you know, we, we whooped up on them pretty good. And they went on and won a national championship. So That's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Dang, that's super crazy yeah man i don't know to that yeah that byu thing i, I want to see it it's deep, it's deep. Let me squeeze. <laughs>